Hi, I'm Bruce Weinstein. And I'm Mark Scarborough. And uh, Chinese New Year's over, right? Well, Chinese New Year's, <laughs> they celebrated for a couple of weeks. Okay, so. but aren't we beyond that right now? Seriously? <laughs> I mean, are we just going to do China all year? Fine. No, one more dish. Because okay. this, and this is sort of like the cross between Chinese New Year and Super Bowl. <laughs> because we're doing... That's also done. In case you didn't know, Super Bowl was over. Well, you can start planning for next year. Oh, Because we excellent. are doing... The best wings <laughs> you have ever that tasted make any sense. in your life. No, they, these are really good. And we're going to do the Sichuan dry fried chicken wings. And they're from Carolyn Phillips, All Under Heaven. We've adapted this recipe, as you'll hear, from that book, which is this kind of compendium of Chinese cooking from 17 regions or something all across China. It's a, it's a great book. But we've adapted this recipe for the Sichuan dry fried chicken wings. And it's kind of amazing. Well, they're... I hate saying this, but they kind of have a general Tso's quality oh, to them. Oh, no. But they're more sophisticated. No, come on. General Tso's is... I uh, made Mark watch that In Search of I, General Tso movie like two weeks I, ago. I fell asleep. <laughs> I, I, I know. Um, you know what? Uh, general Tso is its own thing, and it's an American thing, well, yeah, right? It's deep or fried a... gristle oh, um, good. covered mm. in sugar glop. Mm, I love gristle and sugar glop. That is my favorite kind of food as a southerner. So, um, no, these are more sophisticated, and there's a fair amount of sugar in them, but they're sweet, they're sticky, they're, I don't know what, a little bit hot. Yeah. They weren't, the first time you made these, they weren't as hot as I expected them to be, but they're a little bit hot. And the thing is, this is one of those dishes that you've got to plan the night before, the morning of, because if you want the wings to be as crispy and crunchy as they need to be, you got to coat them with cornstarch and then set them on a rack in the refrigerator for at least six this, hours. This is not... Bruce and I are currently writing a book, uh, The Kitchen Shortcut Bible. This is not and a shortcut. That book... It probably won't be out for another year and a half, but that book... Um, <laughs> everything in it is very quick and very time sensitive and it's all um, it's not putting wings in a refrigerator overnight and all that, right? <laughs> it and we're could not, be. Well, okay, sure. <laughs> So um, to start, I should tell you that one of the things we did to this recipe is we felt that there was a bit too much sauce. So we we doubled the amount of chicken. Right? Yeah, because it was a little bit too gloppy for my taste. And plus, you're picking these up with your fingers. So well, it, not in my background. You're, it, you're going to cut a chicken wing Why with not? a knife and Why fork. Not? Why not? Do you remember that old thing that, so what was it, some eating club at Harvard, right, used to give the incoming students had test like they'd set them down with all the silverware and a peach or the something peach. they had to pick the peach fork and they had to pick up the peach knife the fruit <laughs> knife and the fruit fork and if they knew which one it was they were in inter- i don't know i don't remember anyway okay that so was the fussiest fraternity dude, ever well, those aren't fraternities <laughs> those are eating so anyway let's let's get off the east coast problem so if i eat my chicken wings with a knife and fork just let me have it but we should let's talk for a minute about chicken wings uh because we're not talking the whole wing here no this is you know a basic chicken wing has three parts yep it's got the flipper on the end that's that little part that most people don't eat but your grandmother sucks on <laughs> Ooh. and then there's the drumette which is closest to the body yes and which looks like a little drumstick and then there's the middle part the, the other winglet. part oh the winglet it's the winglet i thought it was the wingette no the winglet ah the winglet in in indian street parlance so we're talking about the 
taking chicken wings, we we took twenty four wings, right? Yep. And we divided. We got rid of the flippers. Yep. And Actually, div- these came without flippers. Okay. And then we divided the drumette from the winglet part. You could just buy forty eight drumettes. You could. Right? Or, Sometimes you could buy bags of chicken wings already cut up and as a mix of winglets and drumettes. Are there any flippers? No. Uh, no. Darn it. So you toast <laughs> you toss these together with a half a cup my grandmother won't have anything to eat. You toss these together with a half a cup of cornstarch. And right? we did that last night yep. and we had them sitting on a rack in the refrigerator overnight. And you doing that, the rack is to allow air to circulate around them so they could dry out sufficiently so that when we yes, deep fry these, they will become as crispy and crunchy as possible. Yep. That cornstarch that sits on there overnight i mean what's it really doing is it just it's kind of pulling moisture out of the skin a bit well it's, it's drying up on the skin the yeah. and it's drying up so it's creating almost a second skin of starch which will brown and crispen it's overnight it fuses with the skin so that right. they become one right resistance is futile anyway let's get off the star trek <laughs> references too because that's is that star trek i thought it was a trump reference uh, no, is resistance is futile. Isn't yes, that's that, the Borg. Uh, why do I always get involved with people in relationships who have who love Star Trek? What is it about me that attracts Star Trek people? Why do the people that I fall in love with have visions of an authoritarian, <laughs> militaristic future? I just don't get it. But um, we all voted for Hillary. Um, yeah. Anyway, so we're gonna. Um, Deep fry these. So, and so, so I've got the wok, so and I'm deep frying them in the wok. So I've I have four cups of peanut oil. That's it's a been, lot. It's been heating in this wok, and I've got a thermometer. I use a laser thermometer, and I point it at the the oil. It tells me the temperatures. But you could just clip a deep fry thermometer to this. Okay, well let's talk about this for a minute. It's peanut oil. Someone's going to say, "Can I use vegetable oil?" Yes, you can. You can use corn oil. You can use canola oil. But you got to watch your smoke points. Yep. Refined peanut oil has a higher smoke this point. This is refined than, peanut oil. This yeah. is not that very peanutty flavored right. with little bits of peanuts floating around that I get in Chinatown. Uh, we once got in a fight with a woman who represented peanut oil concerns. But we got into the fight after she made Mark climb on her bed to look at the Chrysler building. Let me finish. <laughs> we got in a fight with her because she claimed peanut oil had no taste, and we said it did, and it, it all devolved into something silly. And then it involved me climbing on my bed with my ass in the air looking at the Chrysler <laughs> building somehow from her headboard. It was really it was really all well, awful. And, and then it ended with us in her living room having what she said of the best margaritas oh, in the world, stop, which came stop, out of a mix. Stop. Anyway, stop. All right, so this oil is heated to 375, which is what I'm looking okay. for. And I'm going to gently drop these wings in, but I'm doing them in two batches. So I'm going to put 12 pieces at a time because I don't want the oil to cool uh, down too much. 12 pieces. Yep. You got 48 wings, 48 pieces. Oh, well, I may be doing these in four batches <laughs> then because I don't. I think 12 is about all I want to fit in here. Okay, that's good. So we're going to do these in four batches. These are going to fry for about five or six minutes till they're super, super crispy. I'm going to take them out. I'm going to drop them onto paper towels to absorb some of the excess oil. When we come back, all four batches will have been fried. Come back in this podcast after a five-second break. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we're going to pour out <laughs> the dude. we're going to pour out the oil, and then we're going to get to the stir-fry part of this. So we fried all four batches. We did, and somehow nobody climbed on a bed and put their ass in there. So that was good. <laughs> <laughs> and. And here we all ready to stir fry. They're all out here. And the oil has been poured out of this wok, and I poured it into a large 
bowl, and when it cools, I'm actually going to pour it back in the jar and use it again. Because but, I will use these frying oils two or three times. But you have to label it now as frying oil. Bruce, you have to. Bruce pours it back in and then labels it as frying oil because otherwise it's going to be disgusting. So. Otherwise, somebody might go into the pantry or the back refrigerator. Somebody, And I. put it in a salad dressing and it'll taste like fried somebody chicken. Somebody, I.e. me. <laughs> so we're heating the wok back up again over high heat. And there was... You know, just this, the thin coating of oil left in the wok after I poured out the oil. That's right. We're leaving that in there because we'll use that to stir fry the following stuff. Okay, so first go in the aromatics. Yep, and what are we which using? Which involves, for? these are six garlic cloves that have been thinly sliced. Yep. Thank you, Rich, for garlic, always. <laughs> we have a friend who gives us garlic. and My kitchen is not the same when I run out of Rich Rosenfeld's hanging garlic. Um, and we have a, we, they, we took about a one-inch piece of fresh ginger, uh, peeled off the papery edges, and finally chopped it up. And there's two medium scallions that have been thinly sliced, the whole parts of them. And these are already beginning to soften. That was about 20 seconds. And now I'm going to put in... A big handful, about 20 dried red chilies, but they're uh, not whole. What I did uh, is I broke off the stem end and I squeezed out all the seeds. I shook them out so I have seedless, hollow, dried red chilies. And those are going in there. And the fierier you want this, fierier, how do you say that? Anyway. Hotter. Okay, yeah, the hotter you want this, <laughs> the, the more chilies you would leave intact. You could cut the stems off and then just leave those seeds oh, yeah, in there. Oh, yeah, because they'll fall out. And even if you took up. 20 chilies and, uh, you know, used 18 of them right. seeded and two not seeded, right. it would be getting much hotter. So now I'm pouring in three quarters of a cup of plain rice vinegar. Plain. Look on the label. He doesn't mean seasoned. We'll come back. And then I'm going to add the seasonings. I'm putting in six tablespoons of sugar. We'll come back to that, too. Two teaspoons of soy and one teaspoon of crushed Sichuan pepper. What kind of soy? This is regular soy sauce. Regular, regular dark, soy. light. This is regular light soy sauce. Now light. you can see this is already bubbling and getting thick and caramelizing. I'm going to dump the wings back in and I'm just going to give it a toss up. And this is all it takes. They're getting coated in this sticky, spicy, sweet and salty sauce. Wow. Look at and this. I'm going to set these aside, so I'm going to talk about some of the ingredients. Let these cool a bit for a minute. Okay, so rice vinegar. I want to talk about this. So rice vinegar comes in two kinds. It comes in seasoned and unseasoned, and you have to check the label. Seasoned rice vinegar means that it has sugar added to it or a sweetener of some kind. Sometimes, and usually salt, too. And sometimes that sweetener can be... Uh, um, what am I saying? Corn syrup, and sometimes it's sugar. But just look at the labels because we're talking just straightforward mm -hmm. rice vinegar. Just plain old rice vinegar. Right. And then soy sauce. Mark is saying, what kind did I use? Well, we've talked about this before. When I use light soy sauce, I'm not talking about low sodium. I'm not talking about anything light as in L-I-T-E. I'm talking about the Chinese distinction oh, you're between... you're talking about anything misspelled? <laughs> Light? L-I-T-E? Misspelled? Not like it's dietetic or healthier. I'm talking about the difference between Chinese dark soy sauce and light soy sauce. Dark soy sauce is thick and aromatic and very intensely flavored. And light soy sauce is what we usually think of in the, in the West as standard soy sauce. You know, this is a great dish to be making today because we are uh, up here in New England. We're having a blizzard and when we're recording this. And it's... Um, it's a good day to be inside. Maybe if you have a blizzard in you your should deep fry chicken wings. In your part of the Rio Grande Valley, <laughs> you should deep fry chicken wings and uh, stay inside, hunker down, put on the fat. You know, you got to fatten up to survive <laughs> the winter. So, <laughs> and let's talk about. <laughs> I said I want to talk about the sugar. Um, there's nothing special about the sugar. This was just sugar. It's just what I want to talk about is the quantity. Six tablespoons. That's a lot. 
It's a lot, but it gives this a texture and a stickiness and a caramelization that's so yummy. It, it, it is really So they're kind of delicious. sweet and sour and hot. So, right, the vinegar's in it. So it is a sweet, sour so thing. These have cooled off enough that I think I could pick one up. And try to eat it. And mm. if, they're hot. I'm, I already, but, yeah, mm. I'm already gooey. I'm yum. really gooey. These are good. They are they're <laughs> fabulous. They're so mm. spicy and rich and wow. intensely chickeny. Okay. Next year, you have to have these for the Super Bowl. Oh, that's good. Chinese Super Bowl. Sure. Chinese. Um, <laughs> the Chinese Super Bowl. So, yeah, absolutely. These, uh, if you wanted to serve something, a beverage with these, I think that the, your only option is beer, in my humble opinion. Well, and any beer. You don't have to use Chinese beer. Jingdao. But Chinese beer is good. Jingdao is good. It is sweet. I would, of course, okay, here's the truth of the matter. I don't think beer comes in any color except black. So um, (laughs) I don't think wine comes in any color but red and beer doesn't come in any color but black. So there you go. So you got that going on. Yeah, it is. Really, honestly, porters are just way too light for my taste. (laughs) So, um, Well, I will get you a big dark beer, but I think I'm going to eat this whole bowl. Uh, wow. Of dry wow. fried chicken wings. Wow. And, you know, it's a blizzard day, and uh, the cardiologist isn't going to be able to get down the driveway for you. So uh, the ambulance, he said, the first responders won't they, come down the driveway. If they know there are these wings, they'll come down. Oh, that's good. Well, they'll come down for Chinese football and wings <laughs> and the end of Chinese New Year. We are going to be done next week. We're going to be back <laughs> with a non-Chinese dish on Cooking with Bruce and Mark. So listen in every Friday as we cook through a recipe on Cooking with Bruce and Mark.